Listener discretion is advised. This program contains adult themes and language. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to Bookability, which is a call where we really just dive into everything books. Um, So we typically talk about a lot on this call. And if you are struggling with like trying to figure out what you want to read, if you want to know what other people are reading, or if you're like, I have 16 credits and don't know what to use them on. Um, this <laughs> this group is so good about well basically spending your money. Um, so <laughs> um, this is definitely a very very fun place to come to for lots and lots and lots of book recommendations, and um, we like to ask different book questions, and we we just have such a wonderful wonderful time. So whether you are here with us on Zoom or you're joining us via ACB Media, or if you're listening to us via ACB Media later on or through the podcast, we are, I'm just so tickled to have you. Um, I'm Mika and I love, 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 did I mention love, to read books. So, <laughs> um, so tonight we haven't met in a while, um, so we have kind of a lot to catch up on with each other. So... Um, one of the things that we have been doing is we've been doing an A to Z book challenge, um, or I've called it like an alphabet book challenge. Um, and while I didn't think that I was the one that came up with it in terms of like, you know, that I made up this great idea myself, um, as I've been looking at different book challenges, I've noticed that everyone else has come up with an A to Z challenge. So aren't I the copycat? Um, (laughs) What we've been doing is I asked people to open up like a WordPad file or Excel to write down the letter of the alphabet. And then next to that, next to that letter to write down a book that they, um, read since the challenge that had that um corresponded with that letter and you all have been so much fun we it's just been so 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 much fun um with that so one of the things that i wanted to um ask everyone to consider is that once we are close to the end of the year um so maybe like after christmas if people are interested, they could start posting their their um, alphabet cards on the on Facebook. So on the Facebook group for the ACB community, I think it would be really really fun. There's lots of people who love to read there, and it would be really fun just to see each other's alphabet cards. Even if you haven't gotten yours completely filled out, like I said, this is like a no stress challenge. So if you have not gotten all those letters filled out, um, there's, there's no stress about it. Don't worry. This is, um, I'm, I'm very bad at challenges as you will see from my alphabet card, but I wanted this to be a no stress, no fuss, no muss kind of challenge, but just something that was fun for people to do just because they enjoyed it. So if you happen, if you didn't participate in the challenge, um, but you've kept pretty good track of, what you've read this year, you're welcome to, you're welcome to also participate and 
just um, put those cards up. Um, so with that being said, if you would like to talk about the books, either a book that you have read for the challenge um, or a book that you have read, you know, either recently, maybe you are currently reading it or maybe you've read it before. Um, maybe you read it, you know, six weeks, six weeks ago and you'd like to talk about it. I definitely would absolutely love to hear from you. So get those hands raised up and um, Andrea will definitely call on you and um, we definitely want to hear from you. Okay, our first hand up is Sue Ellen. So go ahead, Sue Ellen. Oh, Sue Ellen, I bet you're chomping at the bit here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, well, I have a book, Mika, if you haven't read it yet, I know you're going to want to read it. Um, that I just I just uh, had finished my W book yesterday, which is The Wisteria Society of Lady Scoundrels by oh, India Halton. Um, this book is... I would, it's it's listed as historical romance, but I would call it satirical romance because it it is a love story and it does involve um, um, a young a young maiden in Victorian England and the uh, pirate rogue um, that she is in love with, but doesn't really want to admit that she's in love with, who. Um, Basically, he is double-crossing everybody and their brother. Um, and but this, it it really pokes fun at the Victorian historical novel. I mean, nothing is sacred. The Bronte sisters, um, poetry, the proper etiquette, the whole system of Victorian morality, even Queen Victoria herself. It's all all up for grabs. These are basically ladies who are very proper Victorian ladies, but they're also pirates. I mean, they have guns in their Ooh. reticules and daggers up, daggers in their corsets and all sorts of wonderful things. Their houses are actually battleships. <laughs> and it's just a wow. wonderful, fun little book. I feel like if you have to wear a corset, you you absolutely should have a dagger in it because <laughs> <In> it. <laughs> those and, things are uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> and it's just a fun, like I said, nothing is sacred in in the in this book. And but the last twenty percent, I must twenty thirty percent, I must say, the steam re level is rather high. <laughs> Oh, count me in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and now I'm starting a book called You Will Remember Me by Hannah Mary McKenna. So I'm almost done. I think I'm going to only have maybe one letter left by the end of the year. Holy smoke, Sue Ellen. That is awesome. Wow. If I count right. a book I read before we started the challenge, I'll have one book uh, or one letter left. What letter? What letter do you have after this? Um, next one I have a Z book already set up. Um, oh, look! It's already oh my ready. So all, all the only one I won't have read if I count this other book is um, a Q book. Wow. 
Well, fantastic, Sue Ellen. That's awesome. And I didn't think I'd make it through. <laughs> and look at you. That is fantastic. And this book sounds really great. So thank you. You're welcome. And it is on Bard. All right. So it's free even. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, ma'am. All right. Anybody else, Andrea? Yes, ma'am. Next, we have Alice. Hi there, Alice. Hello and happy holidays to everyone. And I'm going in a different direction. I'm going in the holiday and Christmas direction. And one of the books that I like to reread each holiday season is one from 2004. And it's called Silver Bells, A Holiday Tale. And you do need the subtitle, A Holiday Tale, to get the correct Silver Bells book. This one is by Luann, spelled with an E on the end. So it's L-U-A-N-N-E. And then rice, just like the food, R-I-C-E. And this book is narrated extremely well by Constance Crawford. And the time is just eight hours and 50 minutes. As I said, it's copyright 2004. And the uh, DB number is 59402. Again, that's 59402. And this is about a family from Canada, a widower and his two teenage children who go to New York City on each December 1st and spend the month of December in New York City selling the Christmas trees from their farm in Nova Scotia. And it's just such a lovely story written extremely well. Um, a librarian named Catherine who lives in Chelsea is uh, the female main character in the story. And it um, really, is, the plot of the story is just woven so well with all the touches of Christmas. And with her living in Chelsea, this is the 200th anniversary of Twas the Night Before Christmas by Clement C. Moore. So there's that little connection uh, with the book this year as well. But I oh, just wow. highly recommend this, this book. And uh, if I can, uh, of course, there's a love story there, but there's a coming of age story as well with both the older teenage son and the younger teenage daughter. And just a really family story of this family from Nova Scotia that I think most people would really <clears throat> enjoy reading during the holiday season if you like that uh, that kind of kind of book to get you into the Christmas spirit and uplifting as well. Oh, well, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Alice. You are welcome. And after, if you have time, I've got a children's book that's more for adults than for children that I'd share later. Okay. All right. All right, Andrea, who do we have next? We have Jewel G. Go ahead, Jewel. Hi there, Jewel. Hey. Um, so I'm reading a book. I can't tell a whole lot about it because I'm only on chapter four. Okay. Um, 
but I'm already loving it. It's called The House in the Cerulean Sea. Um, oh, and by T.J. Klune. Yeah, so you've seen, you've read that one, huh? I have not yet, so tell me oh, about it. Oh, it's really good. It's a fantasy book. Um, what I've seen so far is Linus Baker is a worker for the Department of Control of Magical Youth, I think it is. It's some long acronym. The Clomy or something like that. I don't know. Um, so he goes around, you know, checking in on magical youth at orphanages and stuff. And he's put on a special assignment. And that's as far as I've gotten. So he's just reading the files of the special assignment and thinks he's gone in way too deep. <laughs> so wow. I guess if you want more, you'll have to read it yourself. I have really heard good. a lot of really great things about that book. Um yeah. And that there's lots of found family, which is one of my favorite, um, my favorite themes. So thank yeah, you. Fantasy is my favorite too. And there was a book club coming up in January that they're reading it for that. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the book club for once. This is actually <laughs> a book I want to read. So, awesome. Um, and I do have a favor to ask of anybody. Um, you're welcome to jump in, of course. But um, anybody who wants to add looking for something for someone who's not in the christmas spirit doesn't want to be in the christmas spirit but wants something to feel better about not being that way because i'm tired of people calling me scrooge and mr grinch just because i don't celebrate it not talking about this community just people in general society in general okay so maybe like a little something down oh okay yeah, I'll have to see if um, I don't know. I'll see what the I can only, what I can come up with. The only suggestion I've heard is Christmas with the Cranks, which is about people learning to be in the Christmas spirit, which is not what I want. So, all right, gotcha. All right, thank you, Jewel. Okay, I'm going to check with Herbie on the clubhouse side to see if we have any hands over there. And they're pretty good about raising their hand if they're if they have anything. I just thought I'd check. I, I just was just making sure. I don't want yep, them to I appreciate that. that. Um okay. It sounds like maybe we don't. So uh Jeanette, please go ahead. Jeanette, so, hello. Hi, Mika. I couldn't hear Jewel at all for the name of her book and the title. And I and Sue Ellen was so quick. I didn't get hers either. <laughs> so my request to people is if you're going to recommend books, um, speak loudly enough. And maybe if you know the author and, and you know how to spell it, might not be a bad idea. And Jules' book was House House in the Cerulean Sea. Oh, Sea. Mm-hmm. By okay. T.J. Clune. And... Sue Ellen's was the Wisteria. Oh my gosh, the Wisteria Society of Scoundrels. The Wisteria Society of Lady Scoundrels. Lady Scoundrels. I was close. <laughs> and the author was India Holton. H O L T O N. Okay. Um, and. My book, because I actually did read one in the last week and a half, is um, Always With Me by 
Barbara Freethy, F-R-E-E-T-H-Y. Um, I, I like her. She generally has, you know, more than one plot, um, but they're not so complicated that you can't understand what's going on with them. Um, she, th this is the story of, um, a young man and a young woman who fell in love as teenagers, but, um, she thought he was the, um, had stolen a necklace that meant a lot to her and you find out find out later and probably figure out who may or may not have and it's the story of what happens to their relationship um as adults and then there's a whole nother plot about um another family that they both know for different reasons and how they fit into the whole story. But her books, I find, move. And there's, you know, some steam in there. Um, probably not as much as Sue Ellen would like, but there was enough to keep me happy. Um, so there you go. Thank you. Thank you, Jeanette. This sounds really good. Um, <clears throat> for As for me, I have read, I feel like every time I um, am like, hey guys, tell me about a book. I have, about, I have been reading like some sort of dark, super dark romance or <laughs> some sort of like really weird um, really, really weird book with a whole bunch of like unlikable or morally gray or like pitch black characters. And this is no exception. So, <laughs> um, so for the letter B, um, I have read, um, I'm sorry, I'm hearing some jaws in the background. Um, I've, I read butcher of the Bay part one. Uh, which means that there was so much of Butcher in the Bay <laughs> that there is a part two, which I'm on now. Um, so Butcher of the Bay is by J. Bree, B-R-E-E, -E, and J is just the initial. Um, and J. Bree writes a whole bunch of stuff. Like they they um, have a big series called The Bonds That Tie, which looks like it's um, some sort of like urban fantasy kind of book um this book is not at all urban fantasy this is no oh, this is more of like um the like organized crime ish it's it's like organized crime and um and the backdrop is that um he basically has met his soulmate he makes a very, very bad call. And 
um, doesn't realize that she is to him what, what she will be to him. And he basically has to rescue her. And um, there is a reason why they call him the butcher of the Bay. Uh, The Bay is basically like this town, um, this town, which is like a cesspool of criminals and murderers and thieves. And um, there, this man has no redeeming qualities. <laughs> like the only redeeming quality that he has is how great he is to the love interest. <laughs> so, um, and, and he ain't a butcher like you would think of a butcher to be. And that's all I'm really going to say about that. Um, it is pitch black dark. It is very, very dark. It, there, um, there are no content warnings in the front of the book. I will tell you that it is very gory. And Press CMD plus tilde to reach pop-up and lower hand. Press CMD plus tilde to reach pop-up and lower hand. Press CMD plus tilde to reach pop-up and lower hand. if you choose to read that one, you might want to tiptoe in or talk to me about it before you do because, whew, holy wow. Um, they also swear a lot in this book, and I... That does not usually bother me. So for me to make note that um, that this man has a trash mouth <laughs> um, is means that it, there is a lot there. It is also definitely very, very steamy. But I think that if you read this book, you should go into it with the idea that that really this man is um, a he's not meant to be like a very cuddly, warm um main main character um and i'm just taking a very fast look at my at my kindle app because i know that there have been more but i have been i who talked about goodreads am really quite awful at (laughs) um in using it sometimes so um and is it gonna bring it up for me let's see no of course it's not because that's just my life. Okay. Um, the other book I did read was called Always Magnolia. And uh, that one is a why choose romance. Um, that one did have some dark themes, but um, you but the heroes in that book were not people that you wanted to like make sure got incarcerated at any given point. So <laughs> so we're looking up. Um, that one was someone leaving an abusive marriage. And it was part epistolary romance, which basically means that part of it was like letters written back and forth between the main characters. Um, it was definitely, um, it was definitely a little beyond steamy. Um, and it there, it was just, it was a really, really lovely book. And it talks about basically how they all kind of fell in love with each other when they were teenagers. And then there's like a 20 year, um, or like an 18 year like jump and why they couldn't be together, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I'm blanking on the author because the Kindle app is being terrible to me right now. So, um, so that, those are my books like for the A and the B. Um, so always Magnolia and butcher of the Bay. Um, is there anyone else with their hand raised there? Yes, Herbie Andrew? has his hand raised, so we probably have somebody on the clubhouse side. Go ahead. Hi there. Yes, we do. Raylan. Hello, Raylan. Of course you would come in. Looks like you're done talking, you so we lower your hand in eight seconds. Read that I'm doing. <laughs> he 
Exactly. That's absolutely right. Press CMD plus um, tilde to reach pop up and lower hand. Hand lowered. I just finished um, a fourth wing. It came very highly recommended. Um, I was a little on the fence about whether I was going to read it um, because it's about a basically a bookish girl goes to dragon riding college. <laughs> so to speak and normally I would maybe not pick it up but it came highly recommended and I loved it and I will say I also then jumped right into the second book in this series uh which the name is escaping me and I will say that was it was like it's iron something iron iron flame maybe that's the second book in that series Yes, then that's it. I will say that was a bit of a slog, and I have a very, very strong opinion about that book, of which I will keep to myself, but I <laughs> loved Fourth Wing. <laughs> that is by Rebecca Yaros. Uh, Y-A-R-R-O-S. No, Yaros? Oh, Lord, now I don't know, Mika. Um, it's okay, I'll figure Rebecca it out. <laughs> okay, great. It is Yaros, but I just don't know there how to spell her name. <laughs> okay, great. Amazing. I've heard awesome. about this. I've heard about this book. I've heard there's oh. been a lot of buzz around yes. it. Um, and I, I grew up like a Dragon Riders of Pern kind of girl. So uh-huh. um, so it makes me like it kind of is giving me like those vibes. Um, I will say it is a four or five out of five chili peppers kind of book. So keep that in mind, but it's a slow burn. It takes a while to get there, but once it's there. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Watch out. All right. Thank you. Shannon. Hello, Shannon. I just wanted to give you the author of your Always Magnolia book. Oh. And <laughs> it's another Rebecca. And her last name is Wraith, R-A-T-H-E. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Have you been reading anything, Shannon? Have you been reading anything? (laughs) (laughs) I'm always reading something. I just started uh, Suddenly a Murder by Lauren Munoz, which is a YA contemporary thriller about a group of friends who are on... celebrating the end of high school at a 1920s week-long like immersive theme party and somebody gets murdered so it's kind of a like locked room mystery um and it came out i want to say like in august or september of this year so it's pretty new um and i just started it earlier today so i'm not super far in but i am liking it so far this feels like a reason not to go to the, like your high school reunion. Absolutely. <laughs> this feels like a good reason to stay away. <laughs> Someone might kill you. Yes. 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 Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Shannon. Um, Andrea, do you, would you like to chime in about anything that you've been um, reading? I would love to. And I was just going to ask you, since there are no hands right at the moment, um, I just finished a book. This book is available on Bard and Bookshare. Um, it may also be available on Audible. I didn't look there because it was very well read on Bard by Laura Gianarelli. It is called um, Honolulu. 
The author is Al Alan Brennert, B-R-E-N-N-E-R-T. It is, a, I would call it a historical novel. There is some romance in it, but it's not a romance primarily. Uh, it is uh, about a woman who arrives in Hawaii in 1914 as a picture bride from Korea and discovers that the reality of what she was led to believe when she decided to do this is not what she encounters. And it takes place over several decades, and there's a lot about the history of Hawaii in it um, and some of the issues that came up before Hawaii became a state. Um, with it being a territory of the U.S. Very interesting. And he's apparently written another book, which I have not read, called Molokai, which is about the leper colony on Molokai, um, which is true. There is a leper colony. I don't know if it's still there, but it was there for decades. There was a leper, one of the few in the U.S., there was a, actually a leper colony on Molokai. So I'm anxious to read that one because this was excellent. It really kept my attention. And I, I enjoy historical novels. And this this guy obviously did a lot of research and I like when men write female characters. This is, this is narrated by the, by the actual female main character. It reminded me of memoirs of a geisha. If you read that and you liked it, this is very similar. I think, you know, in the sense of somebody overcoming a lot of obstacles that came up for her and making the best of her situation and do kind of doing it on her own. So I, I think it's really cool. And Sue Ellen has her hand up, so I'm going to call on her. Thank you, Mika. Of course. I was going to tell you, um, uh, if you like that book, Andrea, he has another book, which I think is on Bard. Um, I believe the commercial version, He, I think he reads. Um, but um, uh, there's a it's a book called Palisades Park. Okay. And it actually it's set around the around the actual Palisades Park. We'll look it up right now on Bookshare. It Thank starts you. in the twenties and goes up to when the park finally closes. And it's really very well another one very well researched. Thank you, Sue Ellen, because he was I just I was fascinated. Um I've always been interested in Hawaii. I went there the first time when I was sixteen and uh, was always interested in the history. It's the only state in the union that has a royal palace, and he works that into the story. And it's just a really cool because these women would go there, you know, with promises of wealth, and the streets were paved with gold. And old oh, life is so much better than what you have. And to often it didn't work out that way. So okay, right. we have another hand. Thank you, Swellen. Christine, Christine's iPhone. Hello, Christine. Hey. Um. I just because we're talking about Alan Brennard, um, he also has a follow up to the Molokai book. And I read that not too long ago. And I do not remember the title. I'm so bad. But if you look up his name, you'll see okay. it. I, I think Shannon just said that the word daughter is in the title, but I it's liked it. It was Daughter of Molokai. Okay. Daughter right of here. Molokai. Okay. So I didn't yeah, know if you knew Molokai, about that because yeah. you. Thank you. Um, I wanted you to know about that one. Thank you so much. I, yes, I love I him. That. He's awesome. Yeah. He's really That's good. awesome. That is really awesome. All right. <clears throat> um, so I came in mind, I came here in mind with like an initial question, but um, I changed my mind because, you know, I can do that. And, <laughs> um, and I have, I guess I have a kind of two parter, and neither one of these questions has anything to do with each other. However, I am 
definitely looking for some feedback and some thoughts. Um, so the question that I would like for you to answer, and I will give you my answer in a minute, is um, do you have any, like, do you, do you all have any, you know, we're getting toward the holiday season, um, which means that there's lots of parties and lots of things that we're, that often we find ourselves doing or hearing about. And, you know, when they talk about like the hustle and bustle, um, there's, you know, there's a lot of hustling and bustling and people getting ready to do all sorts of stuff. And um, we're also gearing up for winter. And um, we're also like gearing up for the next, for the turning of the year. And, um, and so I'm just wondering, first and foremost, when you sit down to read, like, do you have any, um, do you have any like specific rituals, you know, anything specifically that you do that kind of signifies like, okay, I'm reading now, this is my reading time. Um, you know, like whether it's, you have like a favorite, like a reading spot or favorite, um, a favorite beverage that you like to, that you like to have on hand, um, while you are, while you're reading and like, do you carve out specific time or do you just sneak in minutes whenever you can? Um, so that's the first part of my question. And then the feedback that I'm looking for is, um, have you all enjoyed doing the reading challenge and are you all interested in doing um, either um, doing that or a um, slightly bigger challenge together um, in 2024? So I know I tacked on both of those things. You can answer one of those questions. You can answer both of those questions. Um, however you want to do it. I will answer the reading question first. Um, so there's not really like, I, I'm not really one that's just been like, you know, and this is my specific reading time, you know, <laughs> um, because I, it typically has, you know, um, we have like real world minutes and then we have paratransit minutes. Right. And so often those paratransit minutes are like three times as long as a real world minute. So, um, so I typically read a lot on paratransit, like when I'm on my way to work or if I'm on my lunch break, right. Um, or when I had a job where I was working more like with my hands, um, like some years ago, um, I somehow powered through 20 in death books um, while like doing work in the machine shop um, kind of thing, you know? So, and so I guess like if I were to carve out some actual, you know, this is my reading space, this is my reading time. Um, the goal would be a big cup of hot chocolate um, and and, you know, maybe like some barbecue chips and um, sitting down and just reading. Like I will read, I'm like, um, I'm like Dr. Seuss cat in the hat. Like I will read in the bed. I will read on, I will read on the couch. I will read if I say, ouch, you know, I will read at dinner time. <laughs> so, um, and, and I live alone. So, you know, at dinner, um, oftentimes I will, I will read a book because, um, 
and then I'm not like tempted to get, I'm, I, I don't get distracted as easily because I'm busy eating. So that way I can't be like, Oh, a text message. Look, shiny objects. So, um, but the goal would be like to, to like just sit down and relax have a cup of hot chocolate and just be like, yeah. And this is my book for the next three hours. All right. Um, as for the challenge question, um, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to do another challenge. There's a bunch of book challenges that are coming out this year or next year. There's the pop sugar challenge. Um, there's a, there's a challenge called shelf awareness. Um, there's our A to Z challenge. Um, there's some talent. A lot of these challenges involve like different prompts, um, like a specific list of prompts. I'm also happy to mix and match different challenges and just put prompts together. Um, some that I've made up, some that I happily borrow. So I just want to find out from you, like what you think. And as always, no fuss, no muss. Like, um, it, it is, I like low pressure steaks. So, <laughs> um, all right, Andrea, I'm, I'm ready. Yes, ma'am. Lynn Moore, please go ahead and unmute. Hi there, Lynn. Hello. Sorry, my, you are. my battery decided to go low at this. <laughs> anyway, um, so I have a really weird ritual, except I guess it isn't since you do this to Mika to some degree. I um, Well, okay, so I like reading fostering memoirs quite a bit, actually. I like Maggie Hartley and Casey Watson and Kathy Glass and all of those. And um, whenever I read them, I like to drink a cup of hot chocolate. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> yes. very strange. But I, it just, it just fulfills it for me for some reason. Now I read other things, but for those, uh, for some reason, it, I just really like to sit down with a cup of hot chocolate when I read those books, and I don't want anybody to bother me. <laughs> then that's not weird at all. <laughs> that is not weird. <laughs> and as far as the challenge, I would love to do it. I did not do this one because. Um, I couldn't get it together to do it. This has been one of the most disorganized years of my life, it feels like. But I would love to participate in the next one. Okay. Thank you. All right. Of course. Okay, Deanna. Hello, Deanna. Oh, there I am. <laughs> okay. Um. I think it would be fun to have some kind of a book challenge right now. Um, being a 24 seven caregiver, books are my escape. when I can't get out of the house at all. So I usually have an audiobook playing somewhere. I will have a braille book that I keep near my bed. I'll have, um, <laughs> um, I've got two Victor streams and an NLS player. I can sometimes have a book going on each of them so that I don't have to carry one around. I just turn on the one that's nearest me <laughs> in the room where yeah. I am. Yeah. So um, I'm, an, I'm a person that, like you, can read anywhere. And I think that started even when I was a child, because when you are the oldest of five children, and at one point we were living in a 10 by 55 three-bedroom mobile home. So we were in one of the rooms, which was only the width of a twin bed and then floor space 
and then a built-in closet with drawers below it. Um, three of my brothers shared that room in a bunk bed with a trundle under the bottom. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so, you know, house was never quiet. So I learned to be able to keep track of what was going on on television, um, listen for my mother yelling for help, and um, doing my homework all at the same time. <laughs> I gotcha. can't multitask like that anymore. But, <laughs> but, gotcha. So that right. was, was what I did. And as far as books I've been reading, I've been reading Christmas books because it's kind of depressing. Two of my grandkids have moved away. Um, one of them works all the time, so I seldom see her, although she at least tries to pop in every now and then. And my daughter has a demanding job, and she has a new husband who monopolizes her time and doesn't want to share. <laughs> you know, so um, it, I'm lonelier than I have been in many, many years because, of course, I don't see my local friends very often. Um, so it's a good thing you got those books to help you with that escape, right? Oh, yeah. Get and lots the of community. Good yeah. Oh, yeah so. Very good. To try okay. to keep my Christmas spirit up, <laughs> I've I've read the 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 Christmas Table, the White Christmas Inn, um, let's see, Six Cats of Slaying. <laughs> um, I know I've got somewhere in here somewhere. Um, uh, well, that's those, awesome, Diana. Yeah, those are the ones that I can. Oh, and I and I have one queued up, but I haven't started. That says "High Heels and Holidays." <laughs> All right. Well, these titles are great. These like titles with Christmas puns in them are great. Yeah, and you know, if you're down, do something that that cheers you up. So I read cheerful books, and I don't listen to the news. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> too depressing. There so you go. That's how I keep my Christmas spirit. And, and I bake things for people, too. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Deanna. You're very welcome. Okay, Kathy. Hello, Kathy. Hello. Yes, it worked. <laughs> it did. Yeah, my routine is I'm awake. <laughs> I yes. have two sets, two sets of Bluetooth earbuds. Matter of fact, I have one around my neck now, but it's not hooked to anything. Um, with the big heavy silicone thing in the back, because I don't want ones just in my ears that I can lose. And my daughter came in with groceries one night and she said, how many sets of earbuds do you need? Because I had both of them on. One's as many hooked as to my stream <laughs> and one's hooked to the other one because I'll have podcasts going on one and books going on the other. I love how organized you all are about this. <laughs> well, I've awesome. been known to have two going because I read when I'm cooking, when I'm cleaning, everything I'm doing. So if I'm cooking, I can have a recipe going in one ear with the book playing in the other. Wow. All right. That's awesome. Yeah. So I need to tell you real quick. I listened back to you did a I, the Thanksgiving thing, you, I went back and I found one you were doing on Christmas Eve and somebody asked what kids hate to get it for Christmas and books were not on there. I can tell you my children, my two daughters loved getting books. Per, my, older, my older daughters, four boys who are 14, 12, 
10 and 7 love getting books. That's they awesome. go to the library and they bring home piles of books. That's so, fantastic. And the seven-year-old, the seven-year-old, she called me one day from there and he was asking her for about a book and she showed him how to use the card file. And I said, does he know exactly what he wants? And she said, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I thought that would make you happy because they, they love books. It does. That makes me so happy. I love, I love people's enthusiasm for books. And also, welcome to the call. You're welcome. I've already read 19 books this month. Awesome. Very yeah. good. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah, but I wanted to let you know that there are kids out there that do love to get books. Hey, I love that. That's all. That's fantastic. I know I certainly loved right. that as a kid. All right, Andrea, who do we have next? And thank you, Kathy. Okay, Christine. Christine. Well, until Kathy came on, I, I thought I knew how to multitask. Um, <laughs> but I, obviously, I'm missing something. I read one thing at a time. But I, I was going to say, it's just like her. I, I'm awake, therefore I read. <laughs> um, so it doesn't matter what I'm doing. It doesn't matter. I have no, if I were to, if I were to have a ritual, I'd be doing it pretty much every moment of my wakingness because I just have the earbuds and I'm reading no matter what, when I'm working out, I'm reading when I'm cooking, I'm reading when I'm, if Shannon and I aren't talking, well, you're we're reading, meal, so sometimes <laughs> we like to do that, you know, but yeah, we're, we're reading, um, and I, I love it. And um, as far as challenges, I didn't do this year's one because I just started listening to Bookability not that long ago. But if there's one going on next year, I, I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah. All right. I love that. So. Thank you, Christine. And we need that t as a t-shirt. I'm awake, therefore I read. <laughs> I think that'd be an excellent t-shirt. Okay, Sue Ellen. Yes, okay. ma'am. Okay, I'm kind of like you, Mika. Um, you know, I, I'll read in bed, I'll read on the couch, I'll read on the patio. Although that is my favorite preferred. There's nothing I like better when the weather gets good than to take my book out, sit in my rocking my rocking chair on my patio and just read with my, with twig on my feet <laughs> and just, just, just escape into whatever book I happen to be reading. Now I've started reading two books um, because there's a reason for this. I went back to reading two books at a time. I used to been reading one for a while, but I went to two because I, you have, I had all my Bard books because Bard wouldn't transfer all the books over to the new from the old iPhone to the new iPhone. I decided I keep the old iPhone for a book player. Problem. My hearing aid is paired to the new iPhone. Oh no. And I can't switch machines when I'm uh, dealing with parastranded time or during the large blocks of time at work when I'm not when I'm when we're when I'm not having to greet people. So um, you can only play so much Dice World. So I finally decided to start putting other books that I have 
that I have in Voice Dream on the new iPhone so I can have a book going when I'm moving, when I'm away from the house, as well as a book at the house. If wow. that makes any sense. Yeah, I think I think I got you. You got a book at the house. You got a book away from, unlike me who like switches to like three or four different books if I get bored with the one that I'm reading and then I'm like, Oh, I'm going to read this one. And then it gets in too intense. And then, and then I'm like, Oh, I'm switching back to this other one. So (laughs) yeah, I have a book called going zero that I've just set up on there to start reading by Anthony McCarty. Very good. Um, But I haven't really read much of it because I forgot to take my phone with me today when I went out. Uh, That's I love that you have a reading phone. I think, I think that's super important. (laughs) It, um, it was Patty Fletcher's idea, actually. <laughs> oh, very good. But um, as far as the challenge, I wasn't sure how well I'd stick with this, but I did good enough that I'm up for another one. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. I will. I will see what my evil little brain comes up with. <laughs> All right, Andrea. Do we have anyone else? We do. Dexter. Well, hello, Dexter. Welcome. Thank you. Um, I have one that would probably be a good one for uh, Deanna. Uh, It's a Christmas one that I was going to reread because it is just hilarious. It's by Dave Barry. And it's called The Shepherd... Uh, the angel and Walter, no, and the, you know, yeah, Walter, the Christmas miracle dog. This already sounds fun. I know that Dave Barry writes some fun stuff. Oh, it, it is. It's absolutely hilarious. <clears throat> and a, just to really intrigue people, the key, one of the keys is, um, uh, a pile of bat guano the size of a car. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it is. It's just, it's plain. Yeah, there's a little bit of of uh, strange stuff in, in that, but, but it is, it's hilarious overall. Awesome. Thank you, Dexter. You're welcome. Um, Alice, I know that you had mentioned that you had a book that you wanted to suggest. Um, it was a, a kid's book that was for adults. Um, and I wanted to make sure that we didn't finish this call without you getting to talk about that book. So if you could unmute and um, tell us about that. Thank you for remembering that, Mika. That's really nice of you. And just to follow up with Deanna and your question uh, that you've given to the group more recently, I have been wrapping Deanna's book, Dogwood Blossom, with another book to give as a gift while I've been listening to you all here. (laughs) So... Uh, but I do listen to books very much like Deanna, different books in different places. And as others have said, while I'm uh, cooking and cleaning in the kitchen and cleaning otherwise and doing sorts of things, 
and then have another one that I'm listening to while I should be sleeping instead and that sort of thing. <laughs> but, uh, it, the book that I would like to recommend, and it's another Christmas book, is simply called December. And it is really a children's book, but I think even though it's for supposedly ages four to eight, I think really it's for middle grade school children and rather mature middle grade school children instead. And it is only 12 minutes. So I say, oh, everyone can find 12 minutes sometime during the 12 days of Christmas to read this very uplifting and very just tender-hearted book by Eve Bunting, who's a famous children's author, and she's written YA in an autobiography also. And she passed away on October 1st of this year. And um, I'm she I think she was 92 or 93, something like that. So she had oh, lived wow. a very long and very, very productive life. And this book begins on Christmas Eve with a mother and her son who are homeless, living in a paper box house. And the description of the house, the description throughout the book is just lovely. And there you have a picture from a calendar. And of course, that's the page of the December calendar and there's an angel on that page and that is part of the very meager decorations that this little family has for Christmas Eve and the other items that they have to celebrate Christmas the next day are two holiday cookies one with red icing and one with green and as you go on to read this short book that's narrated superbly by Eric Sandvold, you will never think of Christmas cookies again in the same way. And of course, although there's no biblical reference in the book at all, many of you will think of Hebrews, I think it's 13, 2, about the angels unaware, because a very elderly lady comes to the makeshift door of this paper box house and asks if she can come in for the night because wow. she's cold and she's so cold and it just has a beautiful ending to the book and the description is stunning throughout and I don't think anyone could read this book without being extremely touched it's a, a lovely piece about homelessness but I think if you're sharing this book with a child, it has to be a child who's mature enough to understand, you know, the homelessness and the magical quality and spiritual and generosity of spirit uh, that's embodied in this older lady who then becomes the angel also. So it's a lovely, beautifully written book by Eve Bunting. And I did not tell you, um, Eve just E-V-E Bunting, B-U-N-T-I-N-G, and the D-B number is 48294. Again, that's 48294. 
Well, thank you so much for that wonderful recommendation, Alice. You're thank welcome. you very, very much. Thank you for letting me share. <clears throat> of course. Um, we are we are just about out of time. We're on the back end of this call. Um, but I wanted to very quickly remind you, I um, I know I'd mentioned the Stuff Your Earbuds book sale that happened on the 30th. Um, so if you were, well, well, and by book sale, I mean free um, audiobooks. <clears throat> um, um, the other thing I wanted to make sure that I mention is that the, um, and Shannon, maybe you can look it up for me because I know it's coming up. The Stuff Your Kindle book sale um, or our book freebies is coming up. And I believe it is, I actually forgot when it's taking place, but I know it's coming up really soon. Um, it's going to be at, you can find out, I think it's at romancebookworms.com is the, is the website. And it's basically, they organize the books by, um, by genre um, and subgenre. They're mostly romance. There's books with like romantic elements. There's sci-fi romance. There's romantic suspense. There's urban fantasy. Why um, young adults, contemporary romance. Um, so all all sorts of um, all sorts of times. Shannon December twenty seventh. Oh, holy smokes! Okay, so it'll be December twenty seventh, two days after Christmas. <laughs> and it's romancebookworms.com. So if you use a Kindle or if you use the Kindle app on your phone or iPad um, or tablet, you know, it's it's a really great way to learn about like different um, subgenres of romance and to find different authors that you've never had the opportunity to read. Um, and, and I say that it's free and it is free. The problem is that sometimes they have like, there's books in the series and there's like third books, you know, like this is the fourth book in the series or like the fifth book. And that book sounds so good that I just end up like buying the rest of the series. So free for who I ask you, <laughs> who is it actually free for? <laughs> because I just end up spending money anyway. <laughs> so, um, but again, it's going to be December 27th at romancebookworms.com. And um, I will see all of you on Christmas night because we're going to do this call again. Um, and I want you to think about the books that you read this year and, and, and come ready to talk about some of your favorites that you have read this year. Um, what your, what has your reading year looked like? Did you branch out? Of, um, did you branch out? Did you find authors that you hadn't found before? Did you find new series that you'd never read before um, that really like touched your heart? What did you do? So come ready to discuss that. And I will have a better idea about what the book challenge will um, will look like for next year so that we can hit January running. And um, I will see all of you on Christmas Day on um, um, at this time at nine o'clock, Andrea, thank you so much for hosting us. No, no problem. This was very enjoyable. Thanks everybody.
And Herbie, thank you for connecting us to Clubhouse and for moderating there. And thank all of you for coming and listening. And as we always like to say, happy reading. <laughs>